Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. This morning, Sydney on COVID alert. Two people, including a man transporting airline staff, test positive. The venue exposure list growing. Brisbane murder, a man stabbed to death, a woman now in custody. Pay rise on the way, more than 2 million Australians set to see more money in their bank accounts. And killer laws, Queensland getting tough on our most dangerous criminals. This is 7 News with Jody Spears. Good morning. Sydney is on COVID alert this morning after a Bondi man in his 60s and a household contact tested positive to the virus, sparking a trail of exposure sites across the eastern suburbs. The man works as a driver transporting international airline crews. He's believed to have been infectious since Friday. Bondi gets a bit of a bad rap actually, but um, everyone's really cooperative around here when things do pop up. Anyone who was at a screening of the hitman's wife's bodyguard at event cinemas in Bondi Junction on Sunday afternoon must get tested and self-isolate for 14 days regardless of the result. The same applies for passengers on the 200 bus from Bondi Junction to North Sydney on Tuesday afternoon. Queensland has ordered anyone who's been to a Sydney exposure site to quarantine immediately. A Melbourne nurse has contact traces on edge after revelations she worked at a second hospital while potentially infectious. It comes as the city finally gets a little more freedom from tomorrow morning. The 25-kilometre travel limit will go, but there are still tough restrictions on visitors to homes. Masks won't need to be worn outdoors, but will still be required inside. And 7,000 fans will be allowed at tomorrow night's AFL blockbuster in Geelong. A snapback to um, COVID normal, if you like, uh, that we've uh, had previously. We're not at that stage yet. We're moving by uh, safe and steady increments. Snow resorts say they've been blindsided by a no test, no ski rule, forcing visitors from Melbourne to test negative before hitting the slopes. A man has been stabbed to death in Brisbane in a street overnight. Emergency services were called to Newmarket at around 7.30. It's understood the victim, aged 51, was stabbed in the street near his car. A woman known to the man is now assisting police with their inquiries. More than 2 million Australians are set to see a pay increase, with the minimum wage lifting to just over $20 an hour. Let's go live now to political reporter Taylor Aiken in Canberra. Good morning, Taylor. How will this impact industries hit hard by the pandemic? 
Morning, Jody. Well, the wage-wise will be delayed for some of the industries hit hardest by the pandemic. The Fair Work Commission ruling that the wage increase, minimum wage should rise by 2.5%, an increase of $18.80 per week. It's more than employers had argued for, claiming the effects of the pandemic had left them struggling to get by. It will flow into the pay packets of 2.2 million Australians from July. However, those who work in retail won't see it until September and for aviation, tourism and fitness sectors it will be delayed until November. Meanwhile a new agricultural visa will see 10,000 seasonal farm workers from Asia in order to help fill a gap left by English backpackers who under the new free trade agreement with the UK won't have to work in regional areas to renew their visas. The government says it will help farmers continue to plant and harvest their crops but unions fear workers with little English could be left open to exploitation. Jody. OK, Taylor Aiken in Canberra, thank you. Australia's highest decorated soldier will likely face a difficult fight this morning as cross-examination begins by the lawyers acting for the newspapers he's suing for defamation. Ben Robert-Smith described feeling betrayed, humiliated and racked with anxiety when articles were published accusing him of war crimes and domestic violence. He described the impact it had on his family, saying he felt he couldn't protect his children from scrutiny. Australian and US researchers have developed a breakthrough antibody drug which could help patients with brain cancer. News Corp reports the therapy is a world first and has been shown to cross the blood-brain barrier. There's currently little hope for patients with the deadly disease as drugs are unable to penetrate into the brain to shrink cancer cells. Melbourne residents affected by last week's devastating storms have been warned they might be without power for three weeks or longer. Osnet has confirmed residents in the Dandenong Ranges are most likely to be affected by the longer-term outages. In a social media statement, the company explained that the initial estimates provided to customers were incorrect, adding that they were deeply sorry for the delays. A petition to keep child killer Barry Watts behind bars has been tabled in Queensland Parliament. In just 10 days, more than 70,000 people signed the online petition to deny Watts parole. He's serving a life sentence for the 1987 abduction, rape and murder of Noosa schoolgirl Sean Kingy. It comes as new rules are drafted in Queensland blocking child killers and mass murderers from applying for parole for an extra 10 years. The Courier-Mail reports the laws would give the President of Queensland's Parole Board the power to extend the parole period of the so-called worst of the worst. If passed, it would apply to dozens of criminals, including Daniel Morecambe's murderer Brett Peter Cowan, as well as Tiali Palmer's killer Rick Thorburn. Sydney researchers are investigating a possible link between a whooping cough vaccine and food allergies. A trial is underway to work out why Australia has the highest rate of childhood allergies in the world. Little Oliver is part of potentially life-changing research. His mum, Sarah Hudson, has signed him up to an 18-month trial. It's very easy to do. Researchers are looking at whether a whooping cough vaccine can stop children from developing allergies and eczema. And what we think is that some types of vaccines actually can train the immune system to prevent allergies. Oliver's already had the vaccine and will receive a comprehensive allergy test when he turns one. It's a, a great way that other parents can contribute to the well-being of their children. 
especially since food allergies are on the rise, affecting one in 10 babies and one in 20 preschoolers. The vaccine to be trialled is used worldwide, but not in Australia. It was replaced in 2003 for a newer whooping cough vaccine with fewer side effects. Food allergy rates in Australia soared in the early 2000s. At the same time, the old vaccine was being phased out. This study hopes to determine whether it was more than just a coincidence. They need 1,500 babies aged between 6 and 12 weeks who live in Melbourne, Sydney or Perth. He's very happy with um, being, having the opportunity to make a, a very small difference. Head to our Facebook page for more information. Sonia Marinelli, 7 News. A small group of close family and friends farewelled businessman Geoffrey Edelston yesterday. The private funeral was held at the Springvale Botanical Cemetery's Jewish Gardens. There was no sign of his ex-wives Bryn Edelston or Gabby Greco. The 78-year-old died at his home on Friday. It's 20 years since Aldi set up just two stores in New South Wales. Now it's rivalling the opposition with more than 570 stores around the country. And recent changes to Aldi's format may mean tougher competition for the other major supermarkets. Aldi is about to change, giving its supermarket competitors more stick than ever. As the business turns 20 in Australia, you'll see many changes from us. Aldi's reputation rests on its uniqueness, organised chaos, long queues, everyday low prices, one-off special treasure hunts. Aldi has a different strategy to competitors in the market. Our priority has always been the lowest prices in the market and that remains. But now there's a new, different strategy. Not only going green, installing solar panels on store and warehouse roofs to cut electricity costs and keep prices down a more affordable way for us to power our operations. But it's also becoming more like Coles and Woolworths, taking them on with online shopping for special buys and self-serve checkouts. It does feel more like one of the other big brands of markets like Woolworths and Coles. I, I like to be served. We're trialling self-service checkouts. We've got plans to trial eight stores and if that all goes well, we'll be looking to expand it further. But with Aldi's move to online specials for exclusives and its plans to roll out self-service checkouts around the nation. Retail experts are saying that Aldi risks losing its point of difference. You start to replicate what the other's doing and you lose that point of differentiation. One of the reasons why we shop at Aldi is because they are quite different. Helen Wellings, 7 News. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM. The WA government has introduced legislation to prevent police using information collected on the state's QR code app. The state's Premier said he found out in April that police were accessing check-in data to find witnesses. The WA Police Commissioner insisted his officers had only accessed the information twice during investigations into the high-profile murder of former Rebels bikey boss Nick Martin. 
Checking finance now, the Dow Jones is trading lower this morning. The Nasdaq is also down. In London, the FTSE added and Germany's DAX lost. Closer to home, Japan's Nikkei closed lower. Hong Kong's Hang Seng fell. The All Lords gained slightly, as did the ASX 200. On the commodities market, gold is trading at 1,837 US dollars an ounce. Oil is 71 US dollars a barrel. The Aussie dollar is buying 76.36 US cents, 84 Japanese yen and $1.07 New Zealand. The ceasefire between Israel and Hamas has been broken less than a month after a truce was, de- truce was declared. Israel launched airstrikes on military compounds in Gaza. The attack was in response to incendiary balloons sent to Israel by Hamas. There have been no reports of casualties so far. The latest violence comes after 11 days of cross-border fighting last month, which left 250 Palestinians and 13 Israelis dead. The Countess of Wessex has fought back tears as she spoke about how the royal family is coping since the death of Prince Philip. Sophie revealed she and her family had recently been to Scotland, where they visited the same spot where she had taken a photo of the Queen and Prince Philip. And we went up there um, during half term. You okay? Hmm. And just to be there in that place was an oh my god moment. Sophie described the loss of Prince Philip as a giant sized hole in our lives. A large tornado has been caught on camera as it touched down in rural Canada. A local farmer who shot the video said the tornado was moving slowly across neighbouring fields. The twister only left minimal damage, destroying crops in its path. Severe thunderstorms in the area produced several tornadoes, although no injuries or property damage was reported. Two astronauts have ventured out on a six-hour spacewalk to re-energise the International Space Station. The six-and-a-half-hour spacewalk was the first of two needed to install powerful new solar panels. The electrical upgrade is needed so the station can accommodate paying passengers and film crews who are expected to arrive over the next few months. Another spacewalk is scheduled for this weekend. The high-stakes summit between Joe Biden and Vladimir Putin has wrapped up in Switzerland. US Bureau Chief Ashley Mullaney is in Geneva for us this morning. Good morning, Ash. How did the meetings go? Well, the pair was coming off a low base, Jody, but they have agreed that today's talks were constructive. Joe Biden, having previously called Vladimir Putin a killer in the past, uh, extended a handshake today here at Villa Lagrange in uh, Geneva, where they held these three-hour talks. The most tangible outcome was an agreement to send ambassadors back to Washington and Moscow. On the recent cyber attacks that we've seen in America, Biden laid out six 16 industries that he said uh, were off limits. Vladimir Putin accusing America of similar cyber attacks without any proof. Uh, And on the issue of uh, Alexei Navalny, the uh, Putin critic, uh, Vladimir Putin essentially told America to mind its business on on that issue. Uh, The pair going into today's talks, like I said, off a low base. Uh, It certainly wasn't a friendship that they formed, but it was cordial. If you ask me... What, what sort of a partner, what sort of a conversational partner Biden is. I'd say he's, he's very constructive, he's very balanced, just the way that I expected. He's very experienced, you can tell that at first glance. The last thing he wants now is a Cold War. It's clearly not in anybody's interest. Your countries are mine. 
for us to be in a situation where we're in a new Cold War. And I truly believe he thinks that. He understands that. Speaking after the talks today at a press conference, Joe Biden says he did what he came here to do, uh, in part, which would have been to rescue this relationship from rock bottom. Only time will tell uh, exactly how constructive these talks have been. Jody. OK, Ash Mullaney in Geneva, thank you. In sport, Kate Campbell will head to her fourth Olympics after qualifying at the National Swimming Trials last night. Campbell finished second behind Emma McKeon in the 100-metre freestyle final, which had five swimmers finish under Tokyo qualifying time. She'll become only the third Australian swimmer to go to four Olympics. Mitch Larkin posted the second fastest 200-metre individual medley time of the year to qualify for Tokyo, and Ben Hance bettered his own world record in the 100-metre backstroke multi-class. Geelong will be at full strength for tomorrow's blockbuster clash with the Western Bulldogs. Reigning best and fairest Cam Guthrie will line up after overcoming a shoulder injury. That game is live and free on seven. St Kilda midfielder Seb Ross released a statement on Instagram last night defending his decision to skip their game against Adelaide. The club tried to convince Ross and teammate Tim Membry not to leave the travelling squad to return home to Melbourne for family reasons. Teen sensation Sam Walker is likely to be rested for the Roosters' clash with the Panthers tomorrow night. The horror facial cut from Origin 1 won't keep Nathan Cleary out of the game, despite the risk of it reopening. Yeah, we'll see once the stitches come out. I'm not too sure what kind of scar will be there, but um, yeah, the modelling career is gone. <laughs> Rabbitohs coach Wayne Bennett denies Benji Marshall was dropped. Instead, he was given time off after his wife Zoe gave birth to their second child. He mightn't have won, but league legend Paul Gallen won plenty of plaudits after going down to Australian heavyweight champ Justice Hooney. Gallen was noticeably outclassed by his 22-year-old opponent from the opening round. But the Sharks' great stuck in the fight, showing he can take a punch. After attempting to slow down Hooney using his old rugby league tackling techniques, Gallen was finally dropped in the 10th round for his first pro loss. He's very tough. Um, yeah, he's definitely built different. Uh, so, yeah, you're a legend, mate. Good on you. I think he broke my rib in about the second round, and I just couldn't get off. Like, every time I moved, it's clicking, and he's just, man, too fast. Hooney shapes as our best boxing medal hopeful in Tokyo. Taking a look at the weather around the country now, a low should trigger a few showers and alpine snow over Victoria and southeast New South Wales, as well as Tasmania and southeastern South Australia. Around the capitals today, a possible early storm and showers in Brisbane, mostly sunny in Sydney, a top of 19 degrees, a shower or two in Canberra heading for 10 degrees. Cloudy in Melbourne and 15, showers in Hobart and in Adelaide, partly cloudy with a top of 19 in Perth and mostly sunny in 31 degrees in Darwin. And that's seven early news for this Thursday the 17th of June.